This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. Need a place to talk sports? You've come to the right place. CBS Sports Radio. Live from Milwaukee, it's Bart Winkler. Good evening, everybody. I am Bart Winkler. David Shepard's here. We've got Marco Belletti on the updates. And I am going to do everything in my power to present you with a four-hour program. Last night, we had a four-hour program. Some was a little uh, less on the Bart, which might be okay for some. Uh, maybe not for maybe not for my diehards out there. But as long as there's no internet connections and Great Lakes-wide blackouts, we should be all right and good to go. It is great to be here. I am in a fine mood. I've had a good week. I got a lot of stuff done. I was able to bask in the fallout of my Super Bowl takes being, for the most part, accurate. And, uh, you know, we've got a nice weekend coming up to look forward to it. The All-Star Game and a little R&R might be good for the old uh, meat and bones that I carry around each and every day. And that's why it's so upsetting that I have to start tonight in such a bad mood. And I'm starting in a bad mood because of something that uh, I did not expect to even talk about today, but there was news that came down in the last hour regarding uh, golf. That's right, golf. The Genesis Tournament, the Genesis Invitational, uh, it's how popular it is. Nobody knows the name. Um, But it's happening this weekend. It's another PGA event. Okay, it's not like what the PGA used to be because half of these dudes chase their paychecks over to live golf so they can blare music and you know golf under the lights three days a week or whatever the hell it is they do in their cute matching outfits but the pga is still where i want to root for it's still what i it's still what i feel like is the proper way to golf and what's upsetting to me is that the pga did something tonight which i don't quite understand uh, why they do this maybe there was reason for it a hundred years ago but there was a lot of things that a lot of people did a hundred years ago that we would never want to continue to this day. Um, and golf is this sport that is so rooted in this tradition and history. And what happens is some people get so into the sport that they will sort of get brainwashed into enjoying that tradition. And that history, even if it doesn't make sense. So what happened tonight was something that, you know, by by Monday, it'll probably be a nothing. And by even like hour number three of the show, I may not even care. 
But right now, I did get kind of triggered a little bit, and this is relatively fresh. And so I just thought that this would be a nice forum to let you know how I feel about golf and really a bigger picture here about sports in general. So what happened was Jordan Spieth is in this tournament. We all know him. He was disqualified today. He was disqualified today. He finished his round and then was disqualified. He signed for a par on the par three fourth hole, but he made a bogey. So he wrote that he had a three when really he had a four. At least the scorecard was wrong, even though there's TVs to watch this and other people keeping score and why do they make golfers keep their own score? I mean, it's it's nice and fun, whatever, but you're not asking a bowler to keep his own score. You're not asking, like, um, Caitlin Clark last night. She breaks this record. Did she have to keep her own score the whole time? You're thinking, that's stupid. Exactly. But in golf, for some reason, it's something that they have to do because of tradition or whatever, even though it's 2024. So he got booted. Spieth went to Twitter and said, today I signed for an incorrect scorecard and stepped out of the scoring area after thinking I went through all the procedures to make sure it was correct. Rules are rules. I take full responsibility. I love this tournament and this golf course as much as any on the PGA Tour. It hurts not to have a run at the weekend. Really appreciated the support in L.A. He had a 66 and then a 73 and has now been disqualified. And I think the more we get to know each other, the biggest thing that upsets me in sports and maybe even big picture of the world is when things happen that don't need to happen, but they still continue to happen. There's no logic to why it happens. There's no sense for why it happens. And when you trace back where the logic and sense may be, it's usually because of something really stupid. And this, I think, is because of something really stupid. So I'm very upset at golf tonight for this being a thing. I love that the PGA continues to enact this rule that you got to sign your own scorecard. Like, can't you just walk off the course and be like, like you're knowing yeah, golfers are aware of their score. You know, you follow when you golf on your own, but there should be some, like, what did I get a three? So that puts me at an 18. Okay. And I'm two under. Okay. Why can you not do that? Why do we have this traveling road show of the PGA Tour if you're still depending on the players to correctly do their own score? It doesn't make sense to me. And answering why it exists without saying the word tradition is impossible. Or the phrase, that's how it's always been. I don't care. It's stupid. There's no reason for it. I feel like this is the dumbest rule in sports. I really do. And I wrote that online, and I got some people commenting some different things. No, Bart, the dumbest rule on sports is a runner on second in extra innings. Or the dumbest rule in sports is if you fumble it on offense out of the end zone, then it's a, it's a touchback. Some of these rules are pretty dumb. Like, we can argue what the dumbest rule in sports is, but what you are, are arguing is you're arguing in-game rules that affect the game. Okay? You're arguing in-game rules that affect your team's standing and the opposition's standing. What this golf rule is of signing your own scorecard and making sure it's correct before you sign it, it's an arbitrary extra step that is irrelevant to anything. It's irrelevant to anything. These guys aren't cheating. 
Nobody's trying to cheat. Nobody's like, oh, I got a five there, but I'm going to write a four and see if anybody catches it. You don't have to have your own scorecard. You might want to keep your own scorecard because you're used to it or you like to know where your score is, but you shouldn't be responsible for being the one that keeps track of your score. It is ridiculous. It really is. I can't find a good reason for it, and I think it's stupid. And I'm somebody who's been... I've got I've got like a 25 long 25 year lifelong battle with golf. I got a lot of friends that play and they've gotten really good over the years and I suck. I mean, I suck. Every time that I used to go on the golf course, I'd have like eight old dudes run over to me. I was like, you you I was I was more attractive on a golf course to some of these older gentlemen than if you would have pick your model of the week Put her on a bikini in hole one. More guys would rush to me because they would see a swing that they could fix. And that was that was so erotic for them. Oh, look at this kid's swing. Oh, I can be the one to fix it. I'll be the one to tell him to turn his hips. No, this lady's showing you her hips. Go go to her. No, no, they rush over to, to me. So I've always had a problem with that because every time I go golfing, it's truly been a miserable experience. I don't feel like you can just go anywhere and try to get better because everywhere you go, somebody's like wanting to help you or criticizing you for how you look. I I went to a place, I had to work one day. I was like, oh man, I had my clubs in my car. I'm like, okay, I'll do nine. I get out. Someone corners me on hole two. They didn't like that I was wearing blue jeans. Oh, sorry. Sorry that every time I go on a golf course, everyone's got to pretend like they're the court marshal at Augusta. Everybody's cosplaying as Professor Golf. It's just stupid. It's just like, like I love golf. I think it's fun. It's super challenging. Um, I'm a lot better at mini golf. Like I'm actually very good at mini golf, but bad at real golf. I I, I I like it, though. I like the sport. I like being out on the course. I like that you can, like, it's like, I just like the terrains. I just like it. I like being out there. I just, it's really fun when it's not stupid and awful. And I think a lot of times uh, golf makes it more stupid and awful than it needs to be. And so that's a problem that I have, and I see this happens, and I'm very upset about it. Um, and so that's just what was on the top of mind today. I just don't, I don't like when things happen that don't need to happen, but for some reason, they just they happen and you can't stop it. That leads me to the other thing that's really pissing me off that, like, shouldn't. And I realize when I go on these tirades that there are bigger problems in the world, much bigger problems in the uh, universe, okay? And another thing that's really bothering me right now, have you guys seen these new baseball jerseys? What are we doing? It's like somebody took the back of a jersey, and you know how on a computer, if you're working with art or something, you can take an image and shrink it? You can just, like, grab it and shrink it maybe on your phone. If you take a picture, you can zoom in or zoom out, right? That's essentially what they did with these baseball jerseys. Nike and Fanatics have made new jerseys where the number is smaller, the words are smaller. It really looks like bad Microsoft Paint. And dumb commissioner Rob Manfred yesterday says, oh, you know, I think that I think that 
people will get used to it and they'll find out they really like it. We're telling you we don't. And that's a really Rob Manfred way of looking at things. And so he's got five years left on his commissionership. And I would just like like that attitude to get out of here. Manfred always gives you something and then waits until you give up. Waits until you stop fighting it. And then he thinks you're accepting it. No, we're tired of fighting because you're not listening. It's a very strong tactic that is used by a lot of people in powerful uh, positions when they create a rule. It's so stupid or create a scenario or create something. It's so stupid and you're, you're yelling and you're arguing about it. And their tactic is like the same way that I would do with a toddler. Just let him scream. He'll tire himself out. And that's what I think Rob Manfred thinks we're going to do with these jerseys. So two really minor uh, on the grand scale, non-consequential things to society. But these are the things that bother me. These are the things that bother me. That's why, like with the, with the NFC Championship game, I was more bothered by Dan Campbell using that timeout when he was saving all his timeouts instead of when he was going for it on fourth downs. Decisions, you know, decisions and... You know, trying to figure out the right... That doesn't bother me if you've got a reason to do it. But when you do things that are so nonsensical, uh, that, that that's what upsets me. In all walks of life, uh, this one being sports. Some of you guys want to talk about this. I'm, I'm actually surprised. Let's get down to Mike in Florida, 855-212-4227. Hey, Mike. Hey, what's going on, Bart? Uh, I just wanted to comment on the fact that uh, as far as these goes, it's it kind of curiosity factor. Don't they have a, uh, don't they actually have uh, scoreboards on every hole? They're scoreboards. I mean, you could go to PGA.com and follow the score. It's not like Spieth is the one that's telling him the score. It's not like they're like, oh, what did you shoot? And he goes, oh, I had a 73. They know he had a 73. No, well, what I'm saying is like, you know, uh, at the end of the, and at the end of the course, at some point they have the, the big scoreboards as far as that goes with all the leaders. As far as that goes, do they only do that during the last round, or do they do that during the tournament? You no, know, you can find like, those. You can find those on most every hole. That's what I'm saying. It's like so you can't tell me that he looks up and says, "Okay, so I had a three instead of a four. It's like you know, and he writes it down. He's probably not looking at that, but it's like, does he know he broke a rule, or does he think he broke a rule, or would you check that just to see what did they hang on the board? You know, is there checking a balance as far as that goes? I just think you know. Here's the problem with golf. This is the problem I have with golf. It's a very pinky up sport, and it's very particular to the audience that it embraces. And my problem with that is, is the fact that when somebody breaks a rule, the rules are so ticky tack. That's what bothers me, and that's what aggravates me as far as that goes. You know, it's all about the you know this and that. I've gone golf plenty of times, and I golf for fun. You know, yeah, that restricts me from doing certain things. But at the end of the day, I got to pay $75 for green fees, and I got to sit there and go out there and grab my hat clubs, and I got to go out there on a golf course that's nice and do the right thing. You know, Tiger's hitting trees, he can't sign a you know, scorecard correctly, and then the same token, you're going to get, you know, you're going to get fired from the tournament because you don't know how to a three from four. I mean, that's why I disagree why he got, because like you said, with, between GPS and everything else, there's no way you can tell me that he doesn't know what his score is. Yeah, and I think like golf is the kind of sport, Mike. Thanks for the call. That would like 
they would look at his scorecard and know that there was an error and then give it back to him. And like, instead of telling him, they would hope that he signed it wrong so that they could enforce some rule. This is the same sport. How many stories have you heard where someone's watching on their recliner, sees somebody muff a ball or do something or tap their club where they shouldn't have, and they can get a hold of the PGA and they can go back. Could you imagine that? Could you imagine watching the Super Bowl and say, uh, I think the Chiefs player, number 71, I, th- I think he was holding on that play. Uh, yeah, it was in the second quarter two quarters ago. And then they go back and look and assess a five-yard penalty two quarters later. That's what happens in golf. That's what happens in golf. So, again, I think golf is a wonderful game. I enjoy it quite a bit. I just feel like, and, I, and you know, rules are rules, okay? Sports are defined and they have the rules. But it also feels like you've got the rules and then you've got a set of like rules on top of the rules that only exist because either some group of dudes came up with them 130 years ago and we need to follow them as strictly as possible or we just like to have rules. I mean, it's really ridiculous to me. And as I was settling into the studio tonight, I was just irate about this and I had to get it off my chest. We could talk about this if you'd like. I would like to also talk about more the Rob Manfred news. I was getting into that last night until uh, the internet overlords kicked me out of the air. Maybe baseball had something to do with that. So plenty of uh, griping to be done on this uh, feel-good Friday. What did we do a few weeks ago on Angry Bart Friday? I, th- I think we got another Angry Bart Friday tonight. Uh, though Usually the the most looked forward to day of the week is when I get all bloodthirsty and looking for revenge. 855-212-4CBS, CBS Sports Radio. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. This is the Bart Winkler Show. You can hear it Monday through Friday, nighttime and nationwide, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern and 7 to 10 p.m. Pacific on CBS Sports Radio. CBS Sports Radio, I'm Bart Winkler, 855-212-4227. Platting the show throughout the day. Want to talk some NBA celebrity all-star game and look ahead to this uh, all-star game itself this weekend. Plenty of football to still discuss, there's some varying news about different quarterbacks, some good if you're Baker Mayfield, some bad if you're Jimmy Garoppolo as we continue to look ahead to what may be happening next season. Uh, there's more uh, baseball to discuss. There's, there's a lot to talk about. I got all worked up an hour ago because I saw that Jordan Spieth got disqualified from the second round of the Genesis Invitational because he signed an incorrect scorecard, and I, I'm, still, I'm still trying to figure out why like why you golf you keep score you could keep your own score for like a mental thing but there's other people there to keep score and then this seems to be just a procedural move that either like it just seems like a dumb hoop to jump through like you've done it now flip a coin if it's heads you win if it's tails you lose it just seems like well what that has nothing to do with anything i don't get it hank is in dc Hank, can you enlighten me? Yeah, how you doing? Hey. All right, so, um, yeah, I spent a couple of years heading on the mini tours, never PGA, but the way it works is it's actually your playing partner, the guy you're, you know, that's in your, in your pairing, they keep your score. And, 
you, you kind of, I mean, I've, I've kept score for other people before, and you kind of just go by it, and I don't know, sometimes you make mistakes. Um, but one thing that never happens, when you hand that score to the other player, they, they don't look at it, man. They just sign it. And just stuff like this happens. I think it's silly, uh, I, but it's just part of it. It's the, the nature of the beast is just because someone else writes down those scores for you, and then you sign it at the end. You're signing something that someone else wrote, and you just assume it's right. So you could sabotage a guy. I mean, yeah, yeah but that just doesn't happen, man. Like, it, you're right. You're right. That could happen, but it just doesn't. Like, I, I've never, ever, ever heard of that happening. I, I'd be shocked if it ever does, because you'd just be kind of blacklisted. I mean, yeah. people don't want to play with you, and, it's, and people are going to be. Right. I, I know that that probably yeah. wouldn't happen, but, you know, my that's exact, That's immediately where my brain did go to. So, basically, you're, like, this isn't even a mistake that Spieth made? Well, the mistake he made was he didn't look at the card that is the guy he was playing with. I don't know who he was paired with. He didn't look at that card. He just signed it because he was like, yeah, I'm sure you got it right. And um, I even look at what hole this was. I'm sure it was probably like a, was like a par three. It was a par three. It was the fourth okay. hole par three. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. So if you see a three on a card or a four on a card, you're not – like you glance over it. If it was like a two or a five, then, you know, your eyes kind of gravitate towards those. Because these guys don't make that many twos and fives. They make a ton of threes and fours. That means they're making, you know, birdies on par fives, pars on par fours, and, 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 or, yeah, and pars on par threes. Right. So, you know, it, it is what it is. There's, there's actually a classic story. Ben Hogan, one of the best golf players ever worked, uh, walked the face of the earth. He was playing, same tournament, um, same tournament. Playing partner makes a hole in one. Ben Hogan hits a good shot, middle of the green, two putts par, whatever. They're walking off. Ben looks at the playing partner because, you know, he's keeping his score. He's like, hey, what'd you make? So, I mean, this stuff's real, man. These, these guys are kind of, they're in their own head. I, I don't know. It, it should never happen. He didn't even, really he didn't even make track of the hole-in-one, you're saying. Dude, I, exactly. Yeah, well, Ben wow. Hogan's in that case. That's kind of that's different. Appreciate you taking So, that I got a question, though. Other, yeah. other than... Yeah, yeah. Other than that's the way, or it is what it is, it's just part of it, is there any real tangible reason to continue to do this? Dude, no. We're not in 1910. There's <laughs> no reason to do that. Come on. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. But that's yeah, the way it was done back then, so that's the way they still do it now. I don't know, man. All right. Well, okay. Well, Hank, thanks for the call. Good insight, man. All right, definitely. All right, have a good night. All right, that is Hank. In D.C. Uh, Rick's in Toronto. What yeah. do you got with that, Rick? I've been reading because I'm old enough to remember the incident in 1968 in the Masters where Bob Gobi and Roberto Di Vincenzo were playing. And apparently, uh, Tom Aaron, who was his playing partner, Roberto Di Vincenzo, put a four. Oh, Rick got the and joke. It was supposed to be a three, and <laughs> it happened. And he there was supposed to be a playoff, and uh, they found out that uh, because they are scoring error, Bob Gobi didn't have to go through a playoff with Roberto DiVincenzo. So I'm old enough to remember the incident then. So that happened in 1968 with Bob Gobi winning the Masters. And Roberto, who was supposed to get a playoff round, didn't, do, didn't look at his scorecard correctly and because of Tommy Aaron's error. That's what happened. So so many names being mentioned on the show today that I never would have, I never would have expected. I like it. 
Yeah, well, these are this is old time golf. What do you want me to say? You know, this- no, I meant that as a compliment. I, I appreciate the knowledge that uh, Hank and now you have just brought to the show. I'm, I'm saying something nice. Yeah, I know. Thanks. I'm not happy with you. You didn't talk about. You know where the NHL All Star Game was this year, by the way. You know where it was? Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's a great question. The NHL All Star Game this year was in uh, Columbus. Think, Rick. No, Toronto. <laughs> yes, it was in Toronto. I just want to make sure you knew that. <laughs> okay, because you never said anything. It was, it, I know this one's in Indianapolis. Even I don't know that. Okay, so that's all. I well, why, why didn't I say anything? I, what, what, oh, that was a weekend of no football too. Oh boy. Okay, I know hockey doesn't count. It doesn't get ratings. Okay, I looked at those uniforms you were talking about. What was wrong with them besides that they were inexpensive? Other than that, what was wrong? What's I, wrong with the new baseball uniforms? Yeah, what were they? I'm looking at one. And I can't it's like they shrunk them in half. the The font looks like a child wrote it. Oh, well, I can read the name and numbers. I'm looking at. I think it's a St. Louis Cardinal uniform. It looks okay to me. Well, oh. I know the players hate it. Oh, they do. Okay, I'm yeah. surprised. So yeah, Hammond just it looks. It looks good. like it. The 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 jerseys now that they're coming out with again. This is Major League Baseball, Nike and Fanatics, Major League Baseball. They look like um, what would be printed if there was a big tournament coming up in your youth league, and one team had to drop, and another team had to get assembled together quick, and they're like, "Oh crap, we need some jerseys." And they just threw them together from their cheapest print shop. That's what they look. They look, they look terrible. So they're like the Denver Bronco universe in nineteen sixty and sixty one. You're telling me like that. That's the exact thing I was thinking of. Yes. Oh, okay. So okay. All right. I'll give you a break this that. weekend. Thank you very much for your time. Have a good night. Have a good weekend. Bye now. All right. All right. Thanks, Rick. And then let's get to Marlene's in Oregon. Yes, Bart. Hello. Hello. Okay, first of all, I want to ask a question. Um, in baseball, when a coach puts in the lineup, he's got to write all the players down. Now, what if he puts in the lineup a player who doesn't play in the game and he, can't, he takes someone off the bench who wasn't on the lineup card? So so what's the difference there with golf? you got to get it right or it's kind of cheating, isn't it? Well, you do get a penalized, yeah, if you... Have the wrong lineup card, yeah. So, I mean, what's the difference in golf? Shouldn't you be penalized if you don't write the score down correctly? Well, I would lean more towards both are dumb. Okay, I, I, I can get on that train. Now, the other thing I just want to say, Bart, is that when things in life change, and I know because I'm older, there's resistance to change which is, of course, why you don't like the baseball jerseys. But in about 15 years from now, I'd love to hear what you have to say, and I'm also very hopeful I'll be calling into Shep's show because he'll be hosting it on his own. I really love that guy. Thank you guys for doing what you do. All right, Marlene. That was Marlene in Oregon. And uh, we've had a lot of people already say, I'll call next week if this, or I'll call you know next year if this. But now we've got uh, Marlene, who is going to call 15 years in the future. Hey, Bart, I'm, I'm in trouble. It's going to take me 15 years to get my own weekday show. I picked the wrong profession if that's the case, man. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, look at some people, um, you know, some of the 
Jeez, what did like some people like in acting? They find success, big success later in life. Yeah, I know, but not, not in their fifties. I mean, you name me a successful actor that broke through in their fifties. Yeah, John Hamm was like forty. Uh, that's a big difference than your fifties. Yeah, fifties. What about? Uh, gosh, I know there's exactly. That's my point. And you know, film like you know, entertainment. You can't think of one actor or actress that had a breakthrough role in their fifties. Doesn't mean they didn't have their greatest role in their fifties, but they were a known commodity. They were successful in their craft. What about? Uh, I think Danny Trejo was one of them. No, Danny Trejo was well known before his fifties. Then he start acting in his in his late uh, later days. No, I don't think I don't think so. No, so you really no. You're, you're right. I'm wrong about that. You're stretching here like Novak Djokovic before a U.S. Open final. Yeah, I I thought I thought that. <laughs> mm, I know there's somebody. No, there, there's, there, there's someone. No, no, there's no one in their fifties that broke through as an actress or an actor. I'm not saying they didn't reach new heights. Like Betty White's an example. You can think of like she reached new heights in her eighties. But she was killing it on the Mary Tyler Moore show in her, like, 30s and 40s. Like she oh, a- if I'm not uh, stepping out of line here, she was a babe. I don't think that's stepping out of line. I mean, I, I would first describe Betty White as an incredible actress and personality before commenting on her looks, but that's just me. I think a lot of people looked at Betty White, to be honest, and thought she was beautiful. At, at all ages, by the way. Even up All to right, uh, Samuel L. Jackson made it in his mid forties. Ah, uh, Samuel L. Jackson was in. Uh, you know, he was in. He was in some. He was in some big roles. He was in Coming to America. Um, Christopher Waltz got his big role when he was fifty three. How old was Morgan Freeman? Morgan, Morgan Freeman was fifty at the time of Street Smart. By the way, it's so dark in there, Mark. I didn't even see you. Um, <laughs> uh, Morgan Freeman. Uh-huh. Morgan Freeman. Was in Glory. So okay, he, Glory came out in the eighties. Okay, no, 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 more, no. More, first of all, I, I will go out on a limb here. There's no way Morgan Freeman was not a well-known actor before the age of fifty. That guy is that guy is way too gifted. Uh, yeah, but no, shit, but, but no, 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 hold on. Oh, yeah. There's no way. I'm gonna. Look. You're you're but you're you're saying you want if you want the headline right. There's a like he was in movies the same way that you're on shows. But now you're saying if you want Marlene's goal for you of top billing right. It's the, it is kind of comparable. Oh, listen, if, I, if I'm Jim Rome in my fifties, I mean, I'll gladly take that. If I'm the star of a network, I mean, if that's what she means, here you I'm, go. Here I'm you go for that. Yeah, uh, Gene Hackman didn't start acting till his mid fifties. That's there's no way that's true. There is no way that's true that Gene Hackman started acting in his mid fifties. That's okay. Not, that's then not, then you know then the I article I'm reading because, on because, Newsweek because is French lying. Connection, French Connection, I think was in the seventies, and he won an Oscar for that. It was seventy four. Sure. Right, 1974. He was but isn't he in his 90s? Well, Gene Hackman's born in 1930. So Gene Hackman, because when he made Hoosiers, he was 56. All right, he started an acting career when he was yeah. 26 yeah. and then had a bunch of bit roles. Yeah, he won an Oscar in his 40s, so I don't know how he started as an actor in his 50s. But either, either way, I mean, you can... Either either way, I don't know why we're doing this as long as we are. Right, well, listen, I'm still getting over the uh, how Rick didn't get the Dante DiVincenzo joke. I'm still trying to figure out if Marlene's a woman. Hey, I, hey, I, I, hey, hey, hey! That the the streets have said stuff to me. Okay, Marlene's wonderful. However, they identify whatever they want to be. Marlene is a wonderful caller in addition to the Bart Winkler show. Okay, that's fair enough. I mean, I don't, I don't judge. I don't judge. All right. Well.
Jeez, tough crowd. I, okay. We can't, we can't laugh at that in 2024. I don't think so. Well, we're going to laugh at ourselves coming up. Well, that's fair. Because um, as we're talking about all these old people, there are a bunch of children that played in the celebrity game tonight, and I have no idea who most of them are. So we're going to do a little pop quiz with the audience, if you don't mind. Apparently, one of these guys like is from Milwaukee, too, and I had no idea who he was, and he's like the biggest guy in this game. So I've, I've got a lot of work to do. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. Try to fight it, but it's never enough. My heart is hurting, it's more than a crush. Cause I'm frozen in motion, and my head tells me to stop. But my heart goes. This is the Bart Winkler Show. Listen Monday through Friday, nighttime and nationwide, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, and 7 to 10 p.m. Pacific on CBS Sports Radio. CBS Sports Radio All-Star Weekend always gets kicked off with the Celebrity All-Star Game, which I've always enjoyed. And then I think there is a time in a grown man's life where you stop enjoying it because you don't know who the hell you're watching. Uh, Honestly, the way that some of these people, and I I guess they have their own big followings, but like, I don't see how me, Shep, and Marco couldn't have been in this game because, like, if this is what a celebrity is, like, what? <laughs> I don't know who these people are. Here are some of the people in the Celebrity All Star Game tonight. Uh, Shep, if you know any of these, please help me. Anul AA, what is that? Anul AA. I mean, I mean I'm, and I, I am not trying to be disrespectful, but I, but I think that's like. Um... It was like like a segue from AAA. Like I don't know. <laughs> I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I know they're a talented singer now because like they were talked about a little bit at the game. But okay, so you saw that it's a rapper. Anul AA is a rapper. Jeez, who who is Kai Sinat? Is that how you say it? I I mean I could not tell you. I I couldn't tell you one thing about Kai Sinat other than that's probably not even the real name. Twenty two years old, uh, YouTuber. I mean, at the, this is this is where this is where I get like right, and and I get like I'm not dismissing YouTubers. You can make a lot of money on YouTube, okay? You you can make a lot of money like that. I think is where the money is. If you can get on YouTube and get a couple videos to pop because of all the advertisements there, and everybody knows that everybody has it, you can make a lot of money. I just think it's a shame or. Not even a shame. It's just it bums me out that I don't know who's in the NBA Celebrity All-Star Game because I don't know who YouTubers are. Who is Connor Daly? Is it John Daly's son? I'm not, I'm not trying to be funny. Like That's the best guess I have. Oh, wow. Uh, this guy is a IndyCar driver. Okay. Walker Hayes, I think, is a country singer. The name, yes. The, yes, the name. Now, Walker Hayes, the name sounds familiar. I mean, K. Cannot. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to make a really bad joke here, but they should not have K. Cannot in any game that is celebrity in front of it. Like, you had Jennifer Hudson in this game. Like, that's an Academy Award winning Yeah, actress. Jennifer Hudson. She seems out of place here. Right. Like, and listen, I'm not saying it's the greatest boy band in the world or even band in the world for that matter, but like... You know, AJ uh, McLean was in this. Like, that's a bad, like, that's a, everyone knows, even if you're not a fan of them, everyone knows the Backstreet Boys. Uh, Quincy Isaiah, I did not know, but he played Magic Johnson in Winning Time, which I did not watch. <laughs> yeah. 
So that one makes sense. Jewel Lloyd, I believe, plays in the WNBA. But but, uh, uh, but I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If it's Brianna Stewart, if it's uh, you know Sabrina Ionescu, if it's Candice Parker, that's a celebrity. Jewel Lloyd is not a celebrity. Uh, I think she actually is kind of big. Is she? I think so. Has she ever won an MVP? So you can only have MVPs in this game? If you're going to, well, but here's the thing. Like, if it's Cheryl Swoops, if it's Cynthia Cooper, if it's Sue Bird, it's. it's uh, just... She was the rookie of the year in 15. Okay. She was an all star game MVP. She was all WNBA first team. Yeah, she, like, she. Okay. 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 I, I mean, I mean, let's be honest, Bart. I mean, if, if we ask the people that call tonight, who's Jewel Lloyd, how many of them are going to be able to say what you just said? How many of them are going to be able to say one thing you just said? Well, I only know that she's a. Uh... In the WNBA, because sometimes I'll play uh, Jewel. <laughs> the, the, well, yeah, that, but that I love Jewel. But sometimes I'll play like the free daily fantasy contest. Uh, okay. Micah Parsons, we know from football. Oh, Lily course. Singh, she's a celebrity. She she's she's was big uh, as an online presence, and then she had her own show, uh, short lived. But she had her own show on NBC. Like she she deserves that billing. There's some guy that's just named Sir. Yeah, no, no idea, no idea. When I, you know, it's funny when they were introducing the teams and they said, "Sir," I'm thinking, "Man, are we going to get like an all-time great singer that was knighted?" And apparently, he's a self uh, self-imposed sir. Uh, I don't know who Dylan Wang is. Nope, no idea. Now, Dylan Wang has a huge following, but I don't know who he is either. Well, a lot of these people have huge followings. No, but Dylan Wang, I think, has probably the biggest following. And by the okay. way, about about YouTubers, like, you can be a celebrity YouTuber. Like, you can be Mr. Beast. Everyone knows, most people know Mr. Beast. Most people know PewDiePie, right? But you, you can't just call yourself a YouTuber and that qualifies as being a celebrity. Because in that case, you and I are YouTubers as well. We have our own YouTube channels as well. So... Well, which of these guys did I say was a YouTuber? Uh, Kai Sinat? Kanat. Sinat, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kai I mean, Sinat, I, YouTube. I, I don't know what that means. You're a YouTuber. What, is it, what does that mean? You have your own channel? Does that? He's got 5 million subscribers. Like, that's a celebrity, right? I don't know if that's a celebrity, If though. 5 million people you have subscribe a, to you? You have a big following that doesn't make you a celebrity. If, if 5 Kai, million people don't even watch any normal TV show anymore. If Kai, Bart, I cannot tell you. If I YouTube Kai Kanat, am I going to see anything about him other than his channel? If he walks down the street of New York, the biggest city, most populated in this country, is one person going to recognize Kai Kanat? Yeah, I, I abso- absolutely. Oh, that's, I dis- the, that's, what, that's, that's the thing. I disagree. Like we, we won't. We won't. And that's, that's where I start to feel like we're in that commercial, don't become your parents, you know, because this is how our parents used to talk about the things that we like. They'd be like, Oh, if one person walked down the street, would they know Kurt Cobain? And I'm like, Dad, Kurt Cobain's my everything, you know? But th- th- that's what happens. We're old. This is what the, the, the point of this exercise is to say we're old. Look, there's this kid named Tristan Jass. I don't know who he is. I have no idea who this guy is. He is a YouTuber, again. Yeah. He's got 5 million subscribers. Do you know where he's from? Milwaukee. He's from where I live. His big video recently was touring the new UW-Milwaukee basketball facility that is less than a mile from where I live, my house, and where I sleep. And I, I don't know. I don't know who this guy is. Uh, AJ McLean, of course, we both know. Who's Jack Ryan? Isn't that a fictional guy? Right, that's what I thought. No, that, that's not a celebrity either. Jack Ryan, he is a New York streetballing legend? I mean, that's just... Okay, 
Bar- v- very, very quickly. <laughs> do you know who Big Doss TV is? No. Okay. Do you know who Dawson Gurley is? No. Okay. This is gonna. Um, this is gonna ring up some memories for you. You remember there was a guy that faked that he was Clay Thompson. And yes. He, and he went into the, <laughs> he went into the arena. <laughs> asked Clay Thompson. That's him. And they let him get on the court. Yes. He's got ten plus million followers on YouTube. Nobody knows who he is though. And he's well. not. A, so he's got double. The following that you're talking about of two guys that are in this particular All-Star game, and nobody would know who this guy is. And he's been around for longer than both of them. That's what I'm saying. Just because you have a big following. Like, for example, the person that has the following, like, House of Highlights, I th- you know what I mean? Like, Rob Perez on social media, right? Like, they have huge followings, but nobody knows who they are. They're interested in the content, not the person, not the individual. That's what makes them not a celebrity. I just think it's always funny. I, I-, I do appreciate this game every year and I like to see who's in it. And I like to get to know like where these people are. Cause you know, we're all, it, it, it's, it's, it's crazy. Cause when we talk about sports, we just assume, remember the one guy, he said he didn't know who Taylor Swift was. And to, to some, to some, like, he I don't think kidding. there's biggest, he, he was, he was, there's kidding. no, no, no. He there's some kidding. people that are no, like, Bar, that, no, Bar, he didn't know. That's like that's like saying I don't know who Donald Trump is. That's like saying I don't know who Joe Biden is. Like you, if, no, if, no, no, he didn't know. I if, believe him. If you have a pulse and you have lived on this earth longer than six months, okay, that's a little exaggeration. If you live longer on no, this earth, that's than what two that's years, what people think about some of these people. There's no, there's no way. There's that's no what way. some people think about Dylan Wang. I'm telling you, that's why I like this kind of game because I get to. There's a whole like, I, th- like there's a whole timeline of yeah. people who are famous I just, and i know everything from this point to right. the end and then i know like things that five-year-olds and under like i like if bluey was in this game right or if like like if blippy was in this game <laughs> with uh danny go and they were doing alley hoops to each other i'd be like oh my god it's it's danny go yeah. oh my god it's ellie sparkles By like i know a bunch of youtubers <laughs> they're just they're just the ones that happen to play with children's toys dylan wang's got some thick skin by the way was that a joke? No, I'm you growing up with that name, you gotta have some thick skin. I mean, my name rhymes with fart stinkler. Dylan Wang ain't got nothing on me, Fair okay? Enough. All right. Wang, I see your Wang. I raise you a fart. <laughs> now that is the juvenile humor some people were complaining about last week. All right, CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love. Hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Odyssey celebrates Father's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 